Hello, everyone. I need to explain the difference between religion versus Christ-likeness. Here's the part where my Webster's Dictionary comes in handy. Religion teaches people to be afraid of deities, to be hesitant about deities, to be anxious about deities, to be apprehensive of deities, to be disturbed by deities, to be frightened by deities, to be fearful of deities, to be nervous about deities, to be uneasy about deities, to be fidgety about deities, to be alarmed by deities, to be intimidated by deities, to be discouraged by deities, to be disheartened by deities, to be perplexed by deities, to be worried about deities, to be perturbed by deities, to be upset about deities, to be panic-stricken by deities, to be cowardly regarding deities, to be scared of deities, to be terrified of deities, to be terrorized by deities, to be shocked by deities, to be frozen by deities, to be aghast about deities, to be alarmed by deities. I say again, to be startled by deities, to be badly aroused by deities, to be horrified by deities, to be petrified by deities, to be stunned by deities, to be rattled by deities, to be struck dumb by deities, to be, to be trembling of deities, to be distressed by deities, to be jittery by deities, to be jumpy by, about deities, to be leery of deities, and to be shaky regarding deities. To never be confident about deities, to never be self-assured by deities, and to never be self-assured of deities, and to never be poised about and by deities. It gets worse. I'm going to use the same words again, this time to say Christ figures. Religion teaches people... That when it comes to Christ figures, they should be afraid, hesitant, anxious, apprehensive, disturbed, frightened, fearful, nervous, uneasy, fidgety, alarmed, intimidated, discouraged, disheartened, perplexed, worried, perturbed, upset, panic-stricken, cowardly, scared, terrified, terrorized, shocked, frozen, aghast, alarmed, I say again, startled, badly aroused, I say again, horrified, petrified, stunned, rattled, struck dumb. Trembling, distressed, jittery, jumpy, leery, shaky, never confident, never self-assured, and never posed. And then it gets worse. We, I gotta keep using these words. Oh, in regards to hell, purgatory, Satan, and demons, religion teaches people to be afraid, hesitant, anxious, apprehensive, disturbed, frightened, fearful, nervous, uneasy, fidgety, alarmed, intimidated, discouraged, disheartened, perplexed, 
worried, perturbed, upset, panic-stricken, cowardly, scared, terrified, terrorized, shocked, frozen, aghast, alarmed, startled, badly aroused, horrified, petrified, stunned, rattled, struck, dumb, trembling, distressed, jittery, jumpy, leery, shaky, never confident, never self-assured, and never posed. Gotta do it again. This time, let's say fallen angels. When it comes to fallen angels, religion teaches people to be afraid, hesitant, anxious, apprehensive, disturbed, frightened, fearful, nervous, uneasy, fidgety, alarmed, intimidated, discouraged, disheartened, perplexed, worried, perturbed, upset, panic-stricken, cowardly, scared, terrified, terrorized, shocked, frozen, aghast, alarmed, startled, uh, badly aroused, horrified, petrified, stunned, rattled, struck, dumb, trembling, distressed, jittery, jumpy, leery, shaky, never confident, never self-assured, and never posed. Now, I want to, I need to say this too. Religion teaches people to be afraid of being fully human, to be hesitant about being fully human, to be anxious about being fully human, to be apprehensive about being fully human, to be disturbed by being fully human, to be frightened by being fully human, to be fearful of being fully human, to be nervous about being fully human, to be uneasy about being fully human, to be fidgety about being fully human, to be alarmed by being fully human, to be intimidated by being fully human, to by being fully human, to be discouraged about being fully human, to be disheartened by being fully human, to be perplexed about being fully human, to be worried about being fully human, to be perturbed by being fully human, to be upset about being fully human, to be panic-stricken about being fully human, to be cowardly about being fully human, to be scared of being fully human, to be terrified of being fully human, to be terrorized by being fully human, to be shocked about being fully human, to be frozen about being fully human, to be aghast about being fully human, to be alarmed, I say again, about being fully human, to be startled by being fully human, to be badly aroused about being fully human, to be horrified about being fully human, to be petrified of being fully human, to be stunned of being fully human, to be you know, to be stunned by being fully human, to be to be rattled about being fully human, to be struck dumb about being fully human, to be trembling of being fully human, to be distressed about being fully human, to be jittery about being fully human, to be jumpy about being fully human, to be leery of being fully human, and to be shaky of being fully human. To never be confident about being fully human, to never be self-assured about being fully human, to never be posed about being fully human. And there's more for me to say. These words are so helpful. I would say houses of worship are afraid of themselves, hesitant about themselves, anxious about themselves, apprehensive about themselves, disturbed about by themselves, frightened by themselves, fearful of themselves, nervous of themselves, uh, uneasy about themselves, fidgety about themselves, alarmed by themselves, intimidated by themselves, discouraged by themselves, disheartened by themselves, 
perplexed by, about themselves, worried about themselves, perturbed about themselves, upset about themselves, panic-stricken about themselves, cowardly about themselves, scared about scared of themselves, terrified of themselves, terrorized by themselves, shocked by themselves, frozen about themselves, aghast about themselves, alarmed about themselves, startled about themselves, badly aroused by themselves, horrified of themselves, petrified of themselves, stunned about themselves, rattled about themselves, struck dumb about themselves, trembling of themselves, distressed about themselves, jittery about themselves, jumpy about themselves, leery about themselves, shaky about themselves, never confident about themselves, never self-assured of themselves, never posed of themselves. Um, um, religion teaches people to be afraid of holy books, hesitant about holy books, anxious about holy books, apprehensive about holy books, disturbed by holy books, frightened by holy books, fearful of holy books, nervous of holy books, uneasy about holy books, fidgety about holy books, alarmed by holy books, intimidated by holy books, discouraged about about holy books, disheartened by holy books, perplexed about holy books. Uh, worried about holy books, perturbed by holy books, upset about holy books, panic-stricken about holy books, cowardly about holy books, scared of holy books, terrified of holy books, terrorized by holy books, shocked by holy books, frozen about holy books, aghast about holy books, alarmed by holy books, startled by holy books, badly aroused by holy books, uh, horrified about holy books, petrified of holy books, stunned by holy books, rattled by holy books, struck dumb of holy books, trembling about holy books, distressed about holy books, jittery about holy books, jumpy about holy books, leery about holy books, shaky about holy books, never confident about holy books, never self-assured by holy books, never posed by holy books. Religion teaches people To be afraid of the other, hesitant about the other, anxious about the other, apprehensive about the other, disturbed about the other, frightened about the other, fearful about the other, nervous about the other, uneasy about the other, fidgety about the other, alarmed by the other, intimidated by the other, discouraged by the other, disheartened by the other, perplexed about the other, worried about the other, perturbed by the other, upset about the other, panic-stricken about the other, cowardly about the other, scared of the other, terrified of the other, terrorized by the other, shocked by the other, frozen about the other, gasped by the other, alarmed by the other, startled by the other, badly aroused about the other, horrified of the other, petrified of the other, stunned of the other, rattled by the other, struck dumb of the other, trembling of the other, distressed about the other, rattled by the other, struck dumb of the other, trembling about the other, jittery about the other, jumpy about the other, leery about the other, shaky about the other, never confident of the other, never self-assured of the other, never posed about the other, and the other are outsiders of their particular religion, outsiders of their particular denomination. Then it gets worse. Religion teaches people
to be afraid of each other, to be hesitant about each other, to be anxious about each other, apprehensive about each other, disturbed by each other, frightened by each other, fearful of each other, nervous about each other, uneasy about each other, fidgety about each other, alarmed by each other, intimidated by each other, discouraged by each other, disheartened by each other, perplexed by each other, worried about each other, perturbed by each other, upset about each other, panic-stricken about each other, cowardly about each other, scared of each other, terrified of each other, terrorized by each other, shocked by each other, frozen by each other, aghast by each other, alarmed by each other, startled by each other, aroused by each other, horrified of each other, petrified of each other, stunned by each other, rattled by each other, struck dumb of each other, trembling of each other, distressed by each other, jitter of each other, jumpy by each other, leery of each other, shaky of each other, never confident about each other, never self-assured about each other, never posed about each other. Each other means people within that particular religion and that particular denomination. And lastly, before I speak from the heart, and then I'll see how it leads me. Um, Religion teaches people to be afraid of intellectual virtues, to be hesitant about intellectual virtues, to be anxious about intellectual virtues, to be apprehensive of intellectual virtues, to be disturbed by intellectual virtues, to be frightened by intellectual virtues, to be fearful of intellectual virtues, to be nervous about intellectual virtues, to be uneasy about intellectual virtues, to be fidgety about intellectual virtues, to be alarmed by intellectual virtues, to be intimidated by intellectual virtues, to be discouraged about intellectual virtues, to be disheartened by intellectual virtues, to be perplexed about intellectual virtues, to be worried about intellectual virtues, to be perturbed by intellectual virtues, to be upset about intellectual virtues, to be panic-stricken about intellectual virtues, to be cowardly about intellectual virtues. To be cowardly by intellectual virtues, to be scared of intellectual virtues, to be terrified of intellectual virtues, to be to be terrified of intellectual virtues, to be to be terrorized by intellectual virtues, to be shocked by intellectual virtues, to be frozen about regarding intellectual virtues, to be aghast of intellectual virtues, to be. Alarmed by intellectual virtues, to be startled by intellectual virtues, to be aroused by intellectual virtues, to be horrified about intellectual virtues, to be petrified of intellectual virtues, to be stunned by intellectual virtues, to be rattled about intellectual virtues, to be struck dumb of intellectual virtues, pun intended, to be trembling of intellectual virtues, to be distressed about intellectual virtues, to be jittery about intellectual virtues, to be jumpy about intellectual virtues, to be leery of intellectual virtues, to be shaky of intellectual virtues, to never be confident about intellectual virtues, to be self-assured of intellectual virtues and to be posed of intellectual virtues. Actually, this is one more time because my brain is working yet again. So this is the one more time and I mean it this time and final time. Religion teaches people to be afraid of science and scholarship, to be hesitant about science and scholarship, to be anxious about science and scholarship, 
to be apprehensive of science and scholarship, to be disturbed by science and scholarship, to be frightened by science and scholarship, to be fearful of science and scholarship, to be nervous about science and scholarship, be uneasy about science and scholarship, to be fidgety about science and scholarship, to be alarmed by science and scholarship, to be intimidated by science and scholarship, to be discouraged about science and scholarship, to be disheartened by science and scholarship, to be perplexed by science and scholarship, to be worried about science and scholarship, to be perturbed by science and scholarship, to be upset about science and scholarship, to be panic-stricken about science and scholarship, to be cowardly about science and scholarship, to be scared of science and scholarship, to be terrified of science and scholarship, to be terrorized about science and scholarship, to be shocked by science and scholarship, to be frozen about science and scholarship, to be aghast about science and scholarship, to be alarmed about science and scholarship, to be started by science and scholarship, to be badly aroused by science and scholarship, to be horrified of science and scholarship, to be petrified of science and scholarship, to be stunned by science and scholarship, to be rattled by science and scholarship, to be struck dumb about science and scholarship, to be trembling of science and scholarship, to be distressed about science and scholarship, to be jittery of science and scholarship, to be jumpy of science and scholarship, to be leery about science and scholarship, to be shaky about science and scholarship, to be to never be confident about science and scholarship, to never be self-assured about science and scholarship, and to never be posed about science and scholarship. And those are all the definitions of a cult for you. Religion teaches people that ethical pleasure is an affliction. Ethical pleasure is trouble. Ethical pleasure is a hardship. Ethical pleasure is difficulty. And ethical pleasure is a painful plight. That's what religion teaches people. And religion teaches people... to afflict the flesh instead of being honorable about the flesh. Religion teaches people to injure, torment, and hurt the flesh instead of being, instead of cherishing and respecting the flesh. And religion teaches people to dishonor the fleshes of others because it's okay to dishonor your own flesh. Religion sends those messages of hurt when it comes to self, to each other, and to the outsiders. Religion teaches people that they are God's definition of trouble by just no longer being a a fetus. Now they're a baby born in a hospital or at home. 
And so when people think of themselves in these ways, they cannot truly um, have any kind of comfort with the fully divine, right? Because they say they do, but their misbehavior, misconduct shows otherwise. Because religion teaches people that they are the fully divine's garbage. And that's why it's okay to be garbage to yourself, to be garbage to others who are the outsiders, and to be garbage to each other, the people that share your religion and denomination. So religion teaches all of those self-destructive messages and community-destructive messages, too. So now I want to talk about uh, what Christ likeness it means to me even further. To me, it's Christ likeness means. Let me tell you what Christ likeness means. Christ likeness means that it is okay to embrace decision-making skills. It is okay to embrace problem-solving skills. It's okay to embrace conflict resolution skills. It's okay to embrace creative thinking skills. It's okay to embrace lateral thinking skills. It's okay to embrace critical thinking skills. It's okay to embrace communication skills. It's okay to embrace interpersonal skills. It's okay to embrace self-awareness skills. It's okay to embrace empathy skills. It's okay to embrace etiquette skills. It's okay to embrace assertiveness skills. It's okay to embrace equanimity skills. It's okay to embrace resilience skills. It's okay to embrace the healthy coping with emotions and coping with stress skills. It's okay to embrace lifelong learning. It's okay to embrace professional development. It's okay to embrace personal development. It's okay to embrace literacy skills. It's okay to embrace numeracy skills. It's okay to embrace transversal skills. It's okay to embrace citizenship skills. It's okay to embrace secondary, post-secondary, tertiary levels. It's okay to embrace work-based learning and off of work-based learning. It's okay to embrace trainings. It's okay to embrace technical vocational education and training. It's okay to embrace skills development in all genres of life. It's okay to embrace health, you know, misbehavior prevention. It's okay to embrace positive development. It's okay to embrace emotional intelligence. It's okay to embrace emotional literacy. It's okay to embrace emotional self-regulation. It's okay to embrace kindness. It's okay to embrace moral development that, that is not cult-like at all. 
It's okay to embrace people skills. It's okay to embrace personal boundaries. It's okay to embrace professional boundaries. It's okay to embrace social intelligence. It's okay to embrace social skills. It's okay to embrace soft skills. It's okay to embrace study skills. It's okay to embrace the theory of multiple intelligence. It's okay to embrace the theory of the eight types of love. It's okay to embrace vocational skills. It's okay to embrace the five key emotion skills of recognizing, understanding, labeling, expression, regulating emotions called ruler. Uh, It's okay to embrace positive psychology, um, well-being, and quality of life. It's okay to embrace yourself others and those you've been taught to see as outsiders. It's okay to have a life that you live free of toxic positivity, free of toxic empathy, free of spiritualizing, free of spiritual bypassing, free of conformity and free of performance, free of being robotic, free of being a lap dog and a laptop. And it's okay to embrace life skills-based education. It's okay to embrace impermanence. It's okay to have hope. It's okay to have reasonable philosophies, facts, evidence, and hypotheses. It's okay to embrace those. Um... okay to embrace life skills programs and life skills nourishment. It's okay to embrace financial literacy and abuse prevention of all kinds. Those are some of the definitions of Christ-likeness that I have invented and articulated on the fly with the help of the dictionary. So here are two of the definitions of Christ-likeness. Christ-likeness means inner peace vitality, inner peace vigor, inner peace life, inner peace liveliness, inner peace animation, inner peace vivacity, inner peace spirit, inner peace spiritedness, inner peace fire, inner peace passion, inner peace ardor, inner peace zeal, inner peace verve, inner peace enthusiasm, inner peace zest, Inner peace vibrancy, inner peace spark, inner peace sparkle, inner peace effervescence, inner peace exuberance, inner peace buoyancy, inner peace perkiness, inner peace sprightliness, inner peace strength, inner peace stamina, and inner peace forcefulness, inner peace power, inner peace might, inner peace potency, inner peace dynamism, inner peace drive, inner peace push, inner peace zip, inner peace zing, inner peace pep. 
Inner Peace Pizzazz, Inner Peace Punch, Inner Peace Bounce, Inner Peace Viz, Inner Peace Oomph, Inner Peace, Inner Peace Go, Inner Peace Get Up and Go, Inner Peace Vim and Vigor, Inner Peace Feistiness. Christ likeness means world peace vitality, world peace vigor, world peace life, world peace liveliness, world peace animation. World peace vivacity, world peace spirit, world peace spiritedness, world peace fire, world peace passion, world peace ardor, world peace zeal, world peace verve, world peace enthusiasm, world peace zest, world peace vibrancy, world peace spark, world peace sparkle, world peace effervescent, world peace exuberance, world peace buoyancy, world peace perkiness, world peace sprightliness, world peace strength, world peace stamina, world peace forcefulness, world peace power, world peace might, world peace potency, world peace dynamism, world peace drive, world peace push, world peace zip, world peace sing, world peace pep, world peace pizzazz, world peace punch, world peace bounce, world peace viz, world peace oomph, world peace go, world peace get up and go, world peace vim and vigor, world peace feistiness. Christ-likeness means inner peace power, and Christ-likeness means world peace power. I repeat myself joyfully. And... I do want to say um, regarding who I am I am just so glad that I can embrace reasonable ideologies without Animizing myself and nobody else. That's another definition of Christ likeness for me. I can embrace math, inventions, and schools of thought without ambushing myself and nobody else. You know, the mathematics, I meant that's what math means, but you get my point. And that Christ-likeness means that unconsciously, subconsciously, and consci- uh, subconsciously, unconsciously, and consciously, and consciously, and through my consciousness, I live. A life of being daily attentive, daily thoughtful, daily concerned, daily solicitous, daily mindful, daily heedful, daily obliging, daily accommodating, daily helpful, daily cooperative, daily patient, daily kind, daily kindly me, being kindly me, being daily decent, daily unselfish, daily compassionate, daily sympathetic, daily caring, daily daily charitable, daily altruistic, daily generous, daily polite, daily sensitive, daily civil, daily tactful. And being daily diplomatic and not being daily inconsiderate because I'm daily showing careful thought. That's what my consciousness, subconsciousness 
is all about and that's who I unconsciously am all these things all the above because I am careful not to cause unnecessary inconvenience or needless hurt to others not even myself Those are my other definitions of Christ-likeness. And now that I'm finished talking about religion and Christ-likeness, now I want to talk about how I healed and heal every day from organized crime. I healed, I heal every day from organized crime. By teaching myself that nothing and no one abolishes me. Nothing or no one suppresses me. Nothing and no one eradicates me. Nothing and no one terminates me. Nothing and no one exterminates me. Nothing and no one obliterates me. Nothing and no one annuls me. Nothing and no one removes me. Nothing and no one revokes me. Nothing and no one ends me. Nothing and no one finishes me. Nothing and no one nullifies me. Nothing and no one sets me aside. Nothing and no one annihilates me. Nothing and no one repeals me. Nothing and no one subverts me. Nothing and no one reverses me. Nothing and no one rescinds me. Nothing and no one prohibits me. Nothing and no one extinguishes me. Nothing and no one cancels me. Nothing and no one erases me. Nothing and no one roots me out. Nothing and no one pulls me up. Nothing and no one uproots me. Nothing and no one demolishes me. Nothing and no one invalidates me. Nothing and no one overturns me. Nothing and no one overthrows me. Nothing and no one declares me null and void. Nothing and no one does away with me. Nothing and no one stamps me out. Nothing and no one undoes me. Nothing and no one can undo me. Nothing and no one throws me out. Nothing and no one puts an end to me. Nothing and no one inhibits me. Nothing and no one dispenses with me. Nothing and no one cuts me out. Nothing and no one raises me. Nothing and no one squelches me. Nothing and no one ravages me. And nothing and no one destroys me. Because in organized crime, the organized crime figures, the customers, and those directly a part of organized crime and directly part of organized crime, all the bystanders were all taught to (sighs) abolish themselves, suppress themselves, eradicate themselves, terminate themselves, exterminate themselves, obliterate themselves, annul themselves, remove themselves, revoke themselves, end themselves, finish themselves, nullify themselves, 
set aside themselves, annihilate themselves, repeal themselves, subvert themselves, reverse themselves, rescind themselves, prohibit themselves, extinguish themselves, cancel themselves, erase themselves, root out themselves, pull out themselves, uproot themselves, demolish themselves, invalidate themselves, overturn themselves, overthrow themselves, declare themselves null and void, do away with themselves, stamp out themselves, undo themselves, throw out themselves, put an end to themselves, inhibit themselves, dispense with themselves, cut out themselves, raise themselves, R-A-Z-E, squelch themselves, ravage themselves, and destroy themselves. Um, and I really also had to figure out that Now I want to talk about sex for myself. But before I do, this is what I figured out for them. So for, this is what also I figured out. That I had to absolve my inner child, pardon my inner child, set free my inner child, clear my inner child, and excuse my inner child from all of the trauma complexes that the ultimate trauma complex co-organized crime uh, flung at me, the kid me, and even wanted to dominate the adult me, always will fail on that regarding them. That's positive. And now I want to talk about... um, I want to talk about sex. Um, I've learned not to have harmful sex with harmful people. I've learned not to have injurious sex with injurious people. I've learned not to have detrimental sex with detrimental people. I've learned not to have hurtful sex with hurtful people. I've learned not to have noxious sex with noxious people. I've learned not to have evil sex with evil people. I've learned not to have pure evil sex with pure evil people. I've learned not to have mischievous sex with mischievous people. I've learned not to have ruinous sex with ruinous people. I've learned not to have adverse sex with adverse people. I've learned not to have sinister sex with sinister people. I've learned not to have subversive sex with subversive people. I've learned not to have incendiary sex with incendiary people. I've I've learned not to have virulent sex with virulent people. I've learned not to have cataclysmic sex with cataclysmic people. I've learned not to have corroding sex with corroding people. I've learned not to have toxic sex with toxic people. I've learned not to have baleful sex with baleful people. I've learned not to have painful sex with painful people. I've learned not to have wounding sex with wounding people. 
I've learned not to have re-wounding sex with re-wounding people. I've learned not to have crippling sex with spiritually crippling people. I've learned not to have bad sex with bad people. I've learned not to have malicious sex with malicious people. I've learned not to have malignant sex with malignant people. I've learned not to have pernicious sex with pernicious people. I've learned not to have unwholesome sex with unwholesome people. I've learned not to have corrupting sex with corrupting people. I've learned not to have menacing sex with menacing people. I've learned not to have dire sex with dire people. I've learned not to have prejudicial sex with prejudicial people. I've learned not to have damaging sex with damaging people. I've learned not to have corrupt sex with corrupt people. I've learned not to have vicious sex with vicious people. I've learned not to have insidious sex with insidious people. I've learned not to have treacherous sex with treacherous people. I've learned not to have catastrophic sex with catastrophic people. I've learned not to have disastrous sex with disastrous people. I've learned not to have wild sex with bad type of wild people. I've learned not to have murderous sex with murderous people. Uh, I've learned not to have violent sex with violent people. I've learned not to have destructive sex with destructive people. I've learned not to have unhealthy sex with unhealthy people. I've learned not to have killing sex with killing people. I've learned not to have fatal sex with fatal people. I've learned not to have dangerous sex with dangerous people. I've learned not to have fraught with evil sex with fraught with evil people. I've learned not to have doing harm sex with doing harm people. I've learned not to have doing evil sex with doing evil people. I've learned not to have sore sex with with spiritually sore people. I've learned not to have distressing sex with with distressing people. I've learned not to have diabolic sex with diabolic people. I've learned not to have brutal sex with brutal people. I've learned not to have unhealthful sex with unhealthful people. I've learned not to have grievous sex with grievous people. I've learned not to have lethal sex with lethal people. I've learned not to have venomous sex with venomous people. I've learned not to have cruel sex with cruel people. I've learned not to have unfortunate sex with unfortunate people, meaning that they are trash. I've learned not to have disadvantaged sex with spiritually disadvantaged people. I've learned not to have disadvantageous sex with spiritually disadvantageous people. Again, I've learned not to have disadvantageous sex with disadvantageous people. I've learned not to have felonious sex with felonious people. I've learned not to have objectionable sex with objectionable people. I've learned not to have fiendish sex with fiendish people. I've learned not to have corrosive sex with corrosive people. I've learned not to have devilish sex with devilish people. I've learned not to have malign sex with malign people. I've learned not to have unlucky sex with unlucky people, meaning that they are 
rubbish and their dumpster fires. I've learned not to have satanic sex or satanic people, meaning that they are scumbags. I've learned not to have serious sex with sinful people. This doesn't mean religion. It means shit bags, trash bags, spit bags, vomit bags, if you will. I've learned not to have mortal sex. With harmful people. So these are all, this is all the wisdom that I take with me. When it comes to my future porn career, and when it comes to my in-person, off-camera sex life, sex life will not be unfortunate anymore because unfortunate people won't wreak havoc on it. I'm not dissing the least of these I'm talking about what organized crime instilled in those Impulsive characters. I've learned not to have sex that's harsh, discordant, jangling, castophonous, grating, rusty, dissonant, strident, uh, creaking, clashing, sharp, jarring, jangled, clamorous. Cracked, hoarse, out of tune, unmelodious, uh, rasping, the absence of rhythm, screeching, ear splitting, disturbing, um, overly noisy, flat, sour, out of key, uh, tuneless, unmusical, off key, and shrill. I take that wisdom with me when it comes to my future porn career and my um, off-camera, in-person sex life as well. I've learned to have harmonious sex, in-tune musically sex, melodious sex, tuneful sex, musical sex, rhythmical sex, 
melodic sex, symphonic sex, in tune sex, congruous sex, agreeable to sex, corresponding sex, suitable sex, adapted sex, similar sex, like sex, peaceful sex, cooperative sex, in step sex, in accordance with sex, in concord with sex, in favor with sex, in harmony with sex, on a footing with sex, friendly sex, Conforming in a good way, sex, well-matched sex, evenly balanced sex, symmetrical sex, congruent sex, um, fits well sex, and I've learned to avoid opposed sex, incongruous sex, and incompatible sex. And the sex we have is, um, has an overabundance of chemistry. My on and my on camera, off camera sex life has that wisdom. So the sex that I have is of harmony, musical concord, chord, consonants, accord, symphony, harmonics, counterpoint, concert, music, chorus, blending, unity, accordance, chime, overtone, Musical pattern, musical blend, social concord, compatibility, equanimity, unanimity, agreement, and peace. When it comes to sex, I, you know, myself, my partners, we harmonize, blend, arrange, put to harmony, adapt, set, orchestrate, tune, sing a duet, sing in harmony, metaphorical harmonicas, metaphorical, I mean, even mouth organs, hey, literally and figuratively, that's part of sex, right? Uh, mouth harps, harps, and, mu- and musical instruments, instruments all metaphorically pertaining to my sex life, myself and my partners. So, um, now. When it comes to sex, I really um, have to state this, right? Because so many people ignore this part of sex. So I've learned to never have aimless sex, purposeless sex, pointless sex, erratic sex, thoughtless sex, careless sex, Heatless sex, nonchalant sex, rambling sex, wandering sex, blind sex. I'm not talking about condition. I'm talking about the spirit. I've learned not to have random sex, unsettled sex, flighty sex, capricious sex, wayward sex, without aim sex, chance sex, haphazard sex, no purpose sex, drifting sex, stray sex, accidental sex, undirected sex, Indecisive sex, irresolute sex, fitful sex, fanciful sex, fickle sex, eccentric sex, unplanned sex, helpless sex, unpredictable sex, shiftless sex. And I've learned not to treat anyone casually, um, even though I have a casual sex life. So casual, the first type means um, we're simply not exclusive. But treating someone casually means that you are of barbaric inhumanity towards them. So we're not we're not monogamous, but I won't treat you as if you're a trash can. That's disposable. 
Um, and I've learned to have careful sex, purposeful sex, and planned sex. I mean, sometimes things, there is some spontaneity to sex, but it's well-crafted, well-formulated, indeed. And... I felt that it was it's important to me to even admit that sex for me requires wholesome agreement, the state of being in wholesome accord, wholesome conformity, wholesome friendship, wholesome accordance, wholesome accommodation. Wholesome correspondence, wholesome harmony, wholesome concord, uh, wholesome unison, wholesome concert, wholesome common view, wholesome understanding, wholesome humanhood, wholesome affiliation, wholesome alliance, wholesome fellowship, wholesome companionship, wholesome goodwill, wholesome cooperation, wholesome assent, wholesome approval, wholesome compromise, wholesome treaty, wholesome peace treaty, um, wholesome pact, wholesome contract. Wholesome bargain, wholesome settlement, wholesome satisfaction, wholesome affinity, wholesome closeness, wholesome concurrence, wholesome reconciliation, wholesome uniformity, wholesome balance, wholesome kinship, not, not, not kinship, because um, that's for married couples, okay? Um, because when you're married, you become a family, so wholesome kinship applies to them, but... Um, let me make sure I'm using the word um, kinship right because I want to make sure that I'm providing the right messages. So kinship means blood relationship. So that so you can have wholesome kinship when you become one with your life partner. So that applies to them. That doesn't apply to me and my partners because um, we're not committed um, in terms of our sexual relationship. We There's no disposability in our sexual relationship. That's not what I'm saying. No. Um, but we don't have the kinship part, but we're wholesome with each other, okay? So in my sex life, I have wholesome peace, wholesome love, wholesome unity, wholesome union, wholesome ties. My sex life is free of unwholesome disagreements, unwholesome enmity, unwholesome disunity. Um, That's for sure. So my sex life has wholesome deals, wholesome expression of agreement. Um, I say the word contract because most of my sexual partners, there's no paid contract. My porn career, of course there'll be, but that's few and far between. But in terms of my sex life, there's a verbal contract that's usually free of money where we, this is how we are. It's very simple. A verbal sexual contract that's free of money, this is usually how how it works. 
What I like to do is what my partner likes to do. What my partner likes to do is what I like to do. What my partners like to do, I like to do. What I like to do, my partners like to do, right? So we keep doing what each other likes to do. Unless we say stop, unless we say let's do something else, we keep doing what what each other likes to do. That goes for all acts, all sex positions, and all sexual expressions between myself and them. Once we communicate what we like, it keeps happening unless it's stated otherwise. Um, And once we communicate what we dislike, it never gets done. Unless they change their mind out of self-security, not insecurity. But as long as they don't change their mind, we never do what they don't like. Because usually my partners and I, we pretty much share likes, dislikes, so... What they don't like to do is like, well, we're so compatible in chemistry that we, we, you know, if they say it, it's like I can, uh, that resonates with me. Um, So we say what we like and we keep saying it until we both agree not to do that anymore. But until then, we keep saying it. And it goes for what we think, what we feel and how we behave. We keep liking what we behave, how we think, how we feel, and the expressions of all three until we both agree not to do any of those things anymore or say any of those things anymore, feel those things anymore, do any of these things anymore, behave of these things anymore, right? But other than that, we keep doing all the above unless we both agree when we chime in to talk about it but as long as we don't do that you know the whole stopping each other thing we just keep doing all the above that's how it works and that can go for even a paid contract that can go for a verbal paid contract I know um, every now and then for example Let's say I had sex worker friends and I make it a discount or I may um, have it for free with them, right? Either way, I would never bankrupt myself. They would never bankrupt themselves. And we wouldn't pay ridiculous ass, bullshit ass prices, right? So that's like once in a blue moon every now and then. But for the most part, most of the sex I have is free of charge. Um, yeah, that's just pretty much how it works for me. Um, none of us fuck each other over. None of us screw each other over. None of us bullshit one another. None of us bullshit ourselves. Because we know it's fucked up to do that. And, um, when it came to organized crime, there were times where I apologized. There were times where they apologized. It could be, um, it didn't happen a lot. It happened a handful of times where 
I may have gotten into it with it, it happened with it happened maybe four or five times where I got you know a dude said something to me and said something to him it wasn't a it was a verbal fight but not a physical and he quickly apologized he was like man I'm sorry I thought you was this other dude that I was having issues with and I was like man I'm sorry for even getting at you like that because he, he was started but I, but he would quickly stop that was make me apologize so that happened about four or five times basically the story goes he thought I was some, another dude that he's already had issues with as soon as he saw me he, had, he tried to gauge me war with words and me feeling the need to defend myself I kept I kept it on and we went back and forth just a little bit. Then he said, man, you, you're not somebody, someone so beefing with. I'm like, yeah, you, come on, man. We, we, we can, this is water under bridge. We'll, let's, let's, let's bury this bullshit. And we just quickly apologized and dapped each other up, hugged each other. And we're actually cool with each other after that. Um, Lapping about four or five times in the organized crime world. Um, organized, I mean, I wasn't, crimes weren't committed around me and I was all the time and I wasn't in crime all the time. I spent a lot of my free time I spent with women, you know, just, I was, I had a social life with women as a five-year-old. So it wasn't always completely bad. I mean, most of the time it was, but I did have some relief in social life with women was that for me. Yeah, was it inappropriate? Immeasurably so. Extremely so. Beyond compare so. Absolutely. And at the same time, that's how I define relief subconsciously back then. Um, And me going, you know, having award wards with that guy... Was that dead wrong? Yeah, should I have a pop? Should, should I have even apologized? No. Should that guy? Should he have backed off and protected me and treated me well the whole time? Yes. Should he put me in a situation where I had to defend myself? No. So I can acknowledge those things in the world of organized crime and um um. Getting back to religion, though, this has to be said, and I think, and I'm definitely going to conclude the episode after this. So, as the old folks say, hear me good now. So, in regards to... The conduct that should be befitting for us all. Religion has taught people to hate social justice, to have ill will towards social justice, to have animosity towards social justice, to have enmity towards social justice, to have hatred for social justice. Religion has also taught people to hate history, to have ill will towards history, to have animosity towards history, to have enmity towards history, to have hatred towards history. 
And um, organized crime taught me um, that it's okay to have unlikable sex with unlikable people, to have unlovable sex with unlovable people, to have unrespectable, disrespectful sex with unrespectable, disrespectful people. And organized crime also taught me to have disrespectable sex with disrespectable people. So those are all the lies that I was taught about life, about humanity, about all of us as beings. And I can honestly say this is the part where I close. I am wholesomely secular. I am wholesomely non-religious. I am wholesomely unchurched. I'm wholesomely de-churched. I'm wholesomely non-churched. I am wholesomely worldly. I'm wholesomely earthly. I am wholesomely profane. I'm wholesomely irreligious. I am wholesomely religiously unaffiliated. I am wholesomely none, meaning I wholesomely don't practice any religion. Um, N-O-N-E, none. I am wholesomely fleshly. And... I am wholesomely not relating to or believing in a religion. I am wholesomely unreligious. I am wholesomely having no connection with a relation to religion. I am wholesomely neither. Religious. Nor. Theological. I am not. I am wholesomely non-religious, and I'm wholesomely irreligious. Um, another thing is about me. I'm wholesomely pagan. I am ho- I am a wholesome heathen. I'm a wholesome sinner. Those are the attacks that a lot of religious people throw at me at, and I would say I flipped the script for me. I'm wholesomely imperfect. I'm not a sinner in the theological sense. I am considered a sinner by those who want to stay stuck in tradition and religion. And for that, I proudly proudly wear it as a badge of honor. And I am wholesomely free-spirited. I'm wholesomely free-thinking. I'm wholesomely free-living. I'm wholesomely free-loving. Um... 
I am wholesomely independent and not constrained by convention because I am wholesomely an independent thinker. Uh, Let's see. I want to make this very obvious, and I've said it before. I'm into free thought, sometimes spelled free thought, which is an epistemological viewpoint which holds that belief should not be formed the basis of authority, tradition, revelation, dogma, and that belief should instead be reached by other methods such as logic, reason, empirical observation. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, free thinkers are person who forms their own ideas and opinions rather than accepting those of other people, especially in religious teaching. So yes, that all fits who the fuck I am. And yes, the skeptical, as a free thinker, I hold that knowledge should be grounded in fact, scientific inquiry, and logic. The skeptical application of science implies freedom from the intellectually limiting effects of confirmation bias, cognitive bias, conventional wisdom, popular culture, urban myth, prejudice, and sectarianism. That's all me. And modern free thinkers like me consider free thought to be a natural freedom from all negative and elusive thoughts acquired from society. Um, my free thought is strongly tied with the rejection of traditional social religious belief systems. The cognitive application of free thought is known as free thinking, and practitioners of free thought like me are known as free thinkers. So, that's who I am. I am, I am a wholesome free thinker. Um... I I am proud to be a wholesome nonconformist, a wholesome dissenter, a wholesome dissentient, a wholesome protester, a wholesome rapper, a wholesome renegade, a wholesome freethinker, a wholesome apostate, a wholesome heretic, a wholesome blasphemer, a wholesome schismatic, a wholesome recusant, a wholesome seceder, a wholesome individualist, a wholesome free spirit, a wholesome maverick, a wholesome or an, oct- or an orthodox person. A wholesome non-conventional person, a wholesome eccentric, a wholesome original, a wholesome deviant, a wholesome misfit, a wholesome hippie, a wholesome dropout, a wholesome fish out of water, a wholesome outsider, a wholesome freak, a wholesome oddball, a wholesome odd fish, a wholesome weirdo, a wholesome weirdy, a wholesome bad boy, a wholesome screwball, a wholesome kook, a wholesome wackadoo, and a wholesome wackadoodle. I'm wholesome in all these things. These are the attacks that I would get from those who are afraid to be the healthy status quo. I wear all these insults as a badge of honor proudly. Fuck being a conformist. And fuck yeah to being a nonconformist. Because I love having non-traditionalism in my system. I am non-traditional and that is unconditional.
So, I don't fucking suck bullshit people. I don't have bullshit sex. Um, I don't fucking suck shitty people because I don't have shitty sex. I don't fucking suck fucked up people because I don't have fucked up sex.